God, yeah, I haven't got the mic turned on, but now I do. Happy days. Uh, he was moving things around in that. Uh, this lag on the stream is always a mad one. It's kind of a drink. How are you today? Good, I hope. I see the comments is buzzing as usual. Um, it, it honestly, it's one of the really nice things seeing people like come together as a community around the live stream. It's um, just nice seeing people like understand that they're not going through things alone, but also there's like an affinity. Um, I love that shit, man. So big up yourselves. I love that excrement. Sorry, YouTube. <laughs> I'll get it. I'll, I'll understand how to not swear one day, but like I'm a bit sort of um, it operates on a handicap system. If you're from Gateshead, you see, because like you come out of the womb swearing, so I'm far less feral than what I was when I was young. But one of them will slip out. There's nothing you can do being from Gateshead. Two seconds. So I. How are you getting on? Let us see. Let us have a look. Did you? Morning, Mike. Wonderful, Joanne. Thank you very much. Leon, I think me and Zoe are like bros for life proper. That's kind of what I was referring to as well. Just like the fact that he's found out he's have this affinity between each other, like via the comments, is mint. I love that, man. That's when the internet's a beautiful thing, eh? Michael's in. Good morning, Mr. C. Bloody freezing. Oh God, what can I say to that? It's um speak me mum and dad. I just like this winter is so long and I'm so gutted that they've retired and this is like this world and the cost of living is the thing that they're having to think about. It shouldn't be. They've paid into the system all their lives. Working people, you know, working class people. My dad was a warehouseman and um, my mother was a dinner lady and now they're retired and they've worked their fingers literally to the effling fleffling bone it's two minutes 20 and uh, that story will be repeated millions of times and I just despise the people who've done this and one of the drivers for me to, to do this and some of the other things that I do that I don't talk about on here is that seeing good people like them um just thrown to the winds you know what i mean they shouldn't be paying all this money and worrying about putting the heating on absolutely disgusting so yeah that's my that's my rant about things that's been cow daily that's three minutes of your life you'll never get back i'll see you later bye um joanne is saying Sitting in the house, just got back from school and kept my coat on. That just shouldn't be the thing, man. Like the basic, the basics that anybody should expect is Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And you should have a warm place to to be in to get through winter. I mean, is this like one of the only generations that hasn't had like fuel security? Like on mass, anywhere there's always been poverty. But if you're scared about putting the heating on, that's poverty. They're sitting in the house with your coat on. That's poverty. They can change the definition of it all they want, but that's poverty. So anyway, Slaz, I've got my woolly gansy on, brassic in it. <laughs> um, Jojo, every time I get co I'm cold, I get angry at the government to warm up. Good, be like a, a centrifuge and use that hate to warm your cockles and soul. 
Um, good morning, Is as well. Um, also, good morning to K as well. I don't. That's a mystery name, but uh, special K will call you. Hello. I like. I like how you've um, just went with like the one thing, like Prince <laughs> or Cher. <laughs> I'm K. Hi. Although we did dub chat GPTG last week, so there you go. So anyway, today we're going to talk about Sinn Féin. We're going to talk about um, some Labour Party stuff. How to be done? What you're going to do? Um, and some other cooler things. I'm Kirsty. Which Kirsty? Are you Kirsty Smith or it's different Kirsty? I don't know. Um, Leon Sin. Ended up having a mental night, to be honest. Went for some drinks and was out after midnight. It was still just as ugly after 12. I don't even know what he's talking about. You know what it is? I'm going to stop putting comments up on the screen without reading them because you're all having your like, bromance now. So, you know, now to do with the show, is it? David Teasdale pops up. Nice to see you. That's your hat trick, pal. I wish there was like some kind of like hat trick award. Three in a row, three days on the, on the spin. No mean feat as well, considering yesterday went out in the afternoon instead of the, the 9.30 time. But anyway, before we move into what we're going to talk about, if you could share the stream, let people know we're around, we're doing the 9.30 thing, that'll be a happy time in my life, if you would let them know. Also, um, if you just like and comment on things, it really helps with the algorithm. Somebody told us the other day, like, saving the post, like, does that as well. So, like, you know, when people save things to come back to later. So there you go. That would be helpful. Thank you very much. Also, if you want to support work, go to patreon.com forward slash cowdaily. That's patreon.com forward slash cowdaily. Link in the description for PayPal if you'd want to make a one-off contribution to our work. I've got it. I've said that so many times. I've got to kind of like use a different array of voices now because I guess it's like when like name name a name a band who's like has to play that tune. <laughs> Otherwise, nobody's buying tickets for their for their for their shows. That's same energy is how it feels. So apologies for keep bringing it up, but also not apologies because I need some heat in me radiator. <laughs> so all the best, and thank you to everybody who who does that and has been doing that. I really appreciate it. What I don't appreciate though is Streamyard took a mad one on us. Right, we're back. There we go. Sometimes I think it might be me, Streamyard. I don't know. Right. Um do do all right, Leon saying one trick on YouTube is to get people to all like the at the same time. So you should try to organize it so we all like the video at the same time early in the stream. It pushes you on live on YouTube. Wow, I didn't know that. Like, why don't we do let's do that? Let's we're seven minutes eleven in. So is that early enough? Right. Everybody like it. Everybody like the thing and um see what it does that's a cool trick man let's let's do it leon will you remind me every day and we'll try that because it would be interesting to see if that that does work because i have seen like when i've watched people like do lives on instagram and that they will wait for a couple of minutes and go like the thing i want 100 likes before i'd say anything which i'm not going to do which is just like weird you know but if you just would do it anyway that would be good so yes agree with the like thing um nsf do that loads cool let's do it leon's happy to pitch in chase the reminders right well let's try that things like that would be really interesting because i'm in that phase now we're like learning and stuff because 
our brains less much less foggy and i've learned a lot of the edit and stuff at least to get it out for the audio and the video um still learning bits but you know it's decent so i'm learning about like how to like market the work in 2023 which is very different from like 2015 when this started so yes so tips like that leon are tremendous thank you man appreciate it um no insane. I will do. I can send a video spiffing Brit as a video showing it on a large scale so you can see it in action. Ah, if you would, mate, that'd be good. Carlos has popped up. Good to see you this morning. Um, Michael's saying, actually, before we do, yes, but do a countdown. We will indeed. Carlos is saying, poverty. There's a big almost poverty nostalgia within certain generations. Well, we survived it and it didn't do me any harm. Survivor syndrome. The big difference between then and now, stable, long-term supported communities within slum areas, admittedly, as opposed to fragmented, broken, transient communities with no support now, often with drug use, self-medication. Honestly, the difference can't be underemphasized. Absolutely agree. We are there's large parts of the Northeast, to my mind, that I've seen personally through community work, which is like that. Places like Law and Durham, um, flags, Set, flag central flag shagging drove through there loads of times flags everywhere um also uh this whole sort of oh remember how it used to be we got through it and a means to kind of look down their nose at a younger generation and to be honest i've got mad respect for the younger generation because like on mass they're just going nah not doing it and i'm loving that kind of business Jenny's popped in. Nice to see you this morning, pal. Always, always a pleasure. Um, Mr. Smith says, cycles of use are hot end for a lot of people. Poverty is the thing that keeps the cycle turning. Nice. Nice one. Doo-doo. That's cool. Um, Joanne's saying, like, number hasn't gone up to me. To refresh to say it. I see. So I, if you could do that and like it, um, that would be cool and see if we can put that Leon's theory to the test right before we start talking about the things i'm just gonna have a quick drink and i'm one of them gotta get zeb out who's in the room actually i forgot the big lads down there i tried to get him up on the bed um like this 20 million times and i'll show you me dog and get him to jump up on the bed the big lad like it 27,000 times and i'll get him to do a dance and exploit him as well anyway what we're talking about let will have a look right we'll start with that one the suspense is killing you shin fein shin to the fein the shinners what you doing what you saying <laughs> i never in my life right thought i'd see this shin fein's michelle o'neill to attend king charles's coronation <laughs> my god so <laughs> I can't believe it, man. Party vice president's gesture demonstrates commitment to building good relations and advancing peace. Sinn Féin's vice president, Michelle O'Neill, who I quite like, she's all right, is to attend the coronation of King Charles, marking another step away from the party's strict Irish Republican heritage. O'Neill said on Wednesday that she had accepted an invitation to attend the 6th of May ceremony in London in order to further peace and reconciliation in Northern Ireland. She says... We are living in a time of great change, a time to respect our differing and equally legitimate aspirations, a time to firmly focus on the future and the opportunities that the next decade will bring, O'Neill said in a 
sellout statement. No, I'm, I'm not even going down that road. I'm an Irish Republic, and I also recognize that there are many people on our island for whom the coronation is a hugely important occasion. I'm committed to being a First Minister for all, representing the whole community, building good relations between the people of these islands, and advancing peace and reconciliation through respectful and mature engagement. Right then. I mean, on the surface for me, that looks great and a noble gesture and whatever. And these things obviously don't come without problems. And the problems that I can see immediately are the militant wing of the Republican movement will do something raj. And that could be a bombing, a shooting. I mean, a cop I was shot recently, um, re also a journalist in the last... Um, short period of time last few years lyra mckee um so that was when things were like you know but now like that to a lot of people is a red rag to a bull like going to the coronation of how they see it, the king of the empire or country that's not how they say it is how it is like the occupying country so <sighs> I mean, it's a, like a game of Russian roulette, really, from the shinners there. I really don't know how this one's going to go. I think on the balance of probability and what's going on there in the north of Ireland right now, I'm really worried about it, man, because I do see Sinn Féin and what they've done in terms of the sort of um, ballot box uh, uh, strategy and dropping the ballot box and Armalite strategy. I get it because of the birth rates, you know, like if you have a referendum on a United Island, like it's likely that it would, it would pass. And well, obviously if there wasn't any kind of like intervention, so to speak in the democratic process, uh, and we'll leave that there because of you, of the guidelines, this is, I mean, this isn't going to just happen and then there'll be noise and then nothing will happen. Things will happen. Um, I just don't, know which way that is likely to go longer term short to midterm things are totally going to happen because the irish republican movement is not unified by any stretch of the imagination whatsoever never really has been but like certainly not now i think what we're looking at now both sides of the um the border is Sinn Féin have answers for actual questions people have now or problems that they have in their life, like the, the housing problems in um, certainly about Dublin, but also like in the north. So they, they have real, like, like imagine them, like a lot of that policies a bit like the Labour manifesto in 2017, like that's roughly what Sinn Féin, um, the space that they inhabit. So people are like, I mean, they were, in the last election in the north, I think they were like slightly just the biggest party, but the two other parties joined forces against them and formed a coalition government and kept them out of government. But it's inevitable that this, the, I think they'll form more, more, more governments or at least um, have more power. So this could be a good strategy in terms of like all of that appealing to, um, not maybe his new supporters, but people who maybe got turned off from him and think I need answers now to the questions of my life rather than this like historical stuff. I, I'm, I can't feed me kids, you know? So O'Neill and Sinn Féin may be taking that approach and just thinking, well, it's going to piss off certain people within the movement, but in the wider society, it's going to give us more appeal. 
it also makes you wonder, are they going to take it a step further beyond that and um, swear an allegiance to the king, um, which would mean taking their seats as members of parliament? I mean, nah, that, I mean, I can understand this going to the coronation, um, but that would be a step too far. Nah, hell to the nah, nah, super nah. It'll just drive so much division. Like, just unfinished revolution being reignited and you'll see a lot of younger people joining the um whatever the raw are calling themselves this week so i'm actually like feeling nervous about this i'm watching it with great interest so i ireland and that all of them things see what's happening up in the comments here yeah do, do, do. Now to Butchin, you don't care about Ireland. You don't care about my my back. You still don't care at all. You just care about other things. That's all right. Never mind. But Sinn Féin, um, it's definitely one to watch. I appreciate there's loads of mad stuff going on in the world at the minute, but um, that could have real impact on... I mean, look, if you, you're watching this in the UK, anything like that, it's got to do with me. Everything like this would really affect your life definitely if there's a um IRA bombing campaign <laughs> like where you live i remember there was bloody fire bombs in the metro center when i was a kid um they got caught i think there was some clothes got set on fire in top man and that so it will affect me you know and i mean these things do because like you know politics is so intertwined aren't they so anyway further things we shall discuss i'll just pull these up do 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 oh, hard, hard, man. right here we go no that wasn't Streamyard's fault there it was mine 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 check this out this is interesting shouts to Saul Staniforth once again coming with them those good vids uh what he says here is in relation to Tory minister Jenrick saying the values of the people crossing in small boats threatens the UK Adil Ray asks what Starmer thinks British values are. He says respect, dignity, tolerance. Adil follows up with asking, do the people on those boats have those values? So let us watch it. Let us see. Talk about the small boat migrant yeah. crisis. Um, the immigration bill was cleared last night, the final stage of the House. Uh, and meanwhile, Robert Jenrick, uh, immigration minister, and um, Swala Breivman, Home Secretary, have, have put out an interesting narrative out there. They're, and and they, they've faced a lot of opposition to it. They've talked about British values. The subject of British values has come up again, and uh, and the Home Secretary has said that uh, the British values of a lot of these migrants coming on these small boats are um, at odds with the UK. Uh, and Robert Jenrick has said that the values and lifestyles of people crossing in small boats threaten the UK's uh, social uh, cohesion. You yourself in the past have talked about this thing about British values. I can't quite put my finger on what that means. What What are British values according to you? Well, I think British values are about respect, about dignity, about tolerance. I think whatever the topic is, they're core values, British values. But what I think is so... But, but, then, uh, but then would you say that people on those boats do have, uh, will, will be people who have respect and all those values and people around the world? I mean, is there, is there any country you can think of that perhaps doesn't have those values? Well, uh, just talk about the people crossing on those boats. Firstly, I don't want anyone to make that crossing. I do think we should stop the boats. I don't want anybody making that terrible crossing. But I do accept and acknowledge that um, among the people crossing are desperate, desperate people who are being exploited by criminal gangs um, who are taking their money 
to get them to make dangerous crossings in circumstances where they shouldn't be doing. Now, do I think we should stop the boat? Yes, I do. But um, so where would you best... put those that come and how many would you send well, well, back? Because I think people are pretty clear yeah. on Rishi Sunak's policy, stop the boats, one of his five provinces priorities. How many people watching do you think are clear about your plan and the detail of it? Well, let me set that out as quickly as I can, because I think two things are crucial on this. The first is to break the criminal gangs that are running this. And now I worked before as a politician as director of public prosecutions, chief prosecutor for five years, and we put in place um, cross-border teams to break drug smuggling, gun smuggling across borders. Jim, what well, small. Well, how did that go for you, Starmer? Um, plenty, plenty drugs all hour. So basically, he's comparing human beings to drugs and the movement of drugs. Also, um, asked to define British values. It was some woolly bullshit, which is just not actually reflective of how the, a, a lot of British people are. So it's just more of this kind of like. Well, it's just myth. It's a myth. It's like what I was talking about, like Taolon, places um, of that nature, where there's a hell of a lot. It's like for years and years, like this kind of like flag shaggy fash stuff was happening in Durham, and it's that was had a fash presence as well. But um, now it's just kind of normalized, man. And people need to like this is the thing about like the flag shagging stuff. People need something to like feel part of wrap themselves up in stuff and it doesn't matter what it is so like they can just be like wrapping them all it's, it's about respect and dignity and all of this but fuck those people who are trying to get a better life because they're fleeing poverty and extreme climate change do you know what i mean it's like it's not like dealing with reality is it it's also not dealing with the reality that these people wrapped up in the flags might be using it like one of them mad Jimmy Savile space blankets at the end of the London Marathon soon, because there but for the grace of God goes all in terms of uh, 2023 and our ability to not become refugees. And it's kind of out of our hands in a lot of ways. I think people fail to understand that it could be them at any time. And uh, I think there's nothing like lived experience to change people's minds, I think. and. Um, Maybe there's a hell of a lot of that about to come. But all of this, like, pff, stop the boats. There's people in those boats. So what do you do with them? What 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 happens? There's no plan. There's no, um, like, yes, we'll commit a safe legal route because they know if they do, that the people that are trying to appeal to, i.e. flag shaggers, um, are going to just completely just ditch them. Because in their minds, they think that they're going to get votes from them, which is interesting but not from what I've seen flying around mad WhatsApp groups and things like that. That's very, very unlikely to happen indeed. But I'm actually, I'm looking forward to these local elections. I mean, the you know, they're never really a proper litmus test, but I just want to see like what people actually do and how they behave um, when they've got a chance to actually go and do so something um practical in the real world in that sense so just throwing some slides up here for you and uh it'll make things a bit clearer just bear with us it's running really slow today my computer which is a good chance to have a drink though i think it needs um 
bought an external hard drive to sort it out because it's got that much video on it. It's ridiculous. So anyway, this is the real story I feel at the minute. This is from the Evening Standard. Sunderland man watched porn as he masturbated over a captured seagull. David Lee, 40, from Roke Avenue, Sunderland, admitted causing unnecessary suffering to a herring gull at 1am last August the 17th. There he is there. It's David himself. Like, what do you even do with, like, what is what is this? <laughs> what even is this? Slaz, massive laughs there. Leon, same. What do you what do you what do you do with this? Oh, there's a little bit of local parochial stuff going on from James. Standard Macam. Like, I have to say in mitigation, some of the people I love the most are Sunderland season ticket holders. They're really great friends. I can't have that. But if you think I wasn't gonna show this Sunderland Man article, Sunderland Man to me has become like, you know, in the States where it's Florida man. And the whole vibe around that is just mad shit happens constantly. And it's just this whole genre of of article, Florida man. Go and search for, just search Florida man in a search engine. Sunderland man is the Florida man of Britain. As Leon quite rightly says, just as I turn me head for a, a closing line, the Florida man of Britain. Thanks for that. James is saying, same, it's just banned. I love Macams, honestly. Um, I don't believe you, and I do. Kay's saying I live near there. People around here always complain about that street. <laughs> is Roka Avenue like Raj? Is it whereabouts in Sunland? Is it? I mean, it may be in Roka, and I may look like a dafty. Is it near where the old football stadium was, Roka Park? Um, because I know Sunland canny well. I used to do a bit of community work around the Grindon area. Kay's saying Roka. Is this the most totally Roka thing ever? Sullen man watched porn as he masturbated. How do, it's do you remember that like busy that like diet busy in the PCSO in London who was caught knocking one off the wrist? It's got similar energy, <laughs> so we'll have no judgments from um, the the thin blue line. <laughs> but at the same time, man, <laughs> Mister Smith. You're asking for directions to the gull humping. I am a journalist. I mean, I've got to go and document it. <laughs> Kay's saying proper Rad Street. Class. I love a Rad Street, me. My street's not that Raj like I grew up in, but it's a lot Raja than it's been in a lot, lot of years. It was Raja, arguably, when I grew up there, but it seems a lot more quiet now. I think a lot of people are just staying inside. I don't know. But you hear like just things kicking off all the time so is it is it like that just like you're just guaranteed it just like you could be on looking at your window at the top uh, like having a biff or something at night and you look down and you're just watching like warfare in front of you i, I saw somebody get stabbed like right i just went i went to shut the curtains looked out wallop down the street um <laughs> it was just like no you were Somebody's just got stabbed and <laughs> shut the fucking curtains. <laughs> Ain't no grasses. <laughs> Couple of years ago, there was a guy running around the roofs with a machete. Definite hood. That's certy. <laughs> and it comes to hood. As soon as the machetes come out, that's like, yes, you're a certified hood. The unseen. Deep dive and guest, guest reporter, the gull humping, that's either a through or an Attenborough documentary. It really is. It's like an amalgam of the two, isn't it? If they get like um, through and Attenborough, 
to lob that tatty water in a petri dish. It, it would create the journalist that I hope to be. I could be there kind of like, if you throw a bit of AI in there, I could be like this organic AI cyborg thing that just goes and covers the stories that everybody just fears. I would go up and talk with this guy, stick a microphone under him, see what he's got to say. Slaz, both wonderful and wham wham. He's, go he's going to turn over a new leaf. Let's turn over a new leaf. I see what you've done there. I see how you've you've danced, and that's a good one. There you can have your flowers. There's your laugh react from Zoe. David Teasdale. So this is the other day, but I'm sure it was somewhere else. Can't find it now. Maybe it's become this epidemic of gull shagging. If you find a link, stick it in the comments, and I'll see if I can get it up on the screen for other instances of shagging gulls. It's horrible, but like if we just take it like out of the um, the mix at the minute, right? It's a horrible thing. Like animal abuse is awful. It's an absolutely bad thing. And <laughs> with no link whatsoever, do you want to see me dog? Do you want to see me puppies? Zebby. Zeb. Oh, he's asleep. He's asleep. I, 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 it was the same when I tried with DJ, just to like, get him to do the whole thanks for all the kindness when he had me leg cut off. He was just like, get off us, man. I'm asleep. So you can't see him. But you can on another day. I will I will guarantee it. I'll get him to come in. He just won't stay up on that bed for some reason. He would be like really good background, wouldn't he? So um just one thing I want to mention as well. Um uh Jason Lee used to play for Nottingham Forest, who got absolutely savaged by Badil and Skinner back in the day. Uh he posted a video which you should follow him on Instagram. It's a relatively new account. That's the official Jason Lee. He's doing really great work on anti-racism. So I I like I I like to share these things um, and share these things from others when you just say something nice to people. I think the internet should be used for that. So I've just said to them, I'll have all the respect in the world for how you carry yourself as a man, Jason. I think many of us have learned a lot from you. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, you just write thanks. And that's a nice thing. He's seen it and he maybe felt good about that. And we should do normalize this, normalize saying nice things for, to people. And where this has come from is me actually focusing on the nice things that you say to me and understanding how that makes us feel and understanding that that's got us through some bad days and took the edge off. So because you have done that, I've went and done that too. So thank you very much for making me a better lad. So anyway, no circus tricks from Zeb today. Sadly not. He's a kip. I had him on a 6K walk this morning, so he's just not bothered. Just cannot be bothered. Cannot be bothered at all. This was mad. This like this is from Antifar Bot, aka Revolution Pending on Twitter. A message to Keir Starmer. The left is still here and we will never go away. You may have cast us out of the party, but we'll never forgive and we will never forget. We will hound you till the end of your leadership. We will see you fall as we will rise. Fuck you. Strong words from Antifar Bot, Revolution Pending. Fucking yes now. I mean, I'm just pleased to see, right? I'm pleased to see people just standing up and just going, you know, I've just had enough, fuck you. Because there's no point in being nice to people who act in bad faith. If we haven't worked that out by now, and it's like like it's like it's that quote that I'll butcher because I don't have the tweet to hand, but Dr. Vega Shah saying that you just get into a negative feedback loop if you try and like molly, molly coddle or placate arseholes who are committed to misunderstanding you and also um, acting in bad faith towards you. So just don't do it. Like, 
we spent years and years trying to like sort of reason with racists and things online and it's just a waste of time there's i think once in that whole time and i've still got the screenshot somewhere on icloud there was a guy who um he changed his view because of the interactions that were had and it was a beautiful thing um and i, I wanted to write an article about that one time then got ill and didn't happen so i've still got screenshots i'll pull them out like cause it's a nice hopeful thing but yeah just just strong strong things like this or where it's at that he deserves the fuck you and he deserves everything they're saying um so nobody trashes your name better than somebody who's afraid you'll tell people the truth i'm just gonna leave that up on the screen while i have a drink two seconds enjoy oh man i think i need another drink just leave that up on the screen oh really thirsty today Lush. Yeah. So anyway, moving on. So Labour Party um, being fact-checked once again, the Labour Party will introduce a new spiking offence to support victims and police. It's part of the whole new strong infographics. So spiking, this Twitter has added this, spiking is illegal under current laws, e.g. the Sexual Offences Act 2003, which says it's an offence to administer substance to another person without their consent with the intention of stupefying, overpowering them and enabling sexual activity. Probably from me to go to back for one of Tories, but that's already a thing. I don't want a Labour government. I want revenge, got bags. There you go. That's what we've got today. Uh, I think the the most important story is definitely being Sunderland man. So I'm going to go off and do an internet search. If you ever find any more Sunderland man articles, just hook a brother up and we'll we'll make it a thing. Thanks for um, just all of your kindness and support over the last few years really um something we like something there's been a lot of positive things happening for us outside of the milk the cow and all of that and i wouldn't be able to take them on um without just their support when i was like not very well so i just wanted to acknowledge that and say thank you <clears throat> um although i do sound unwell i'm, I'm not uh so yeah just thanks again man and um i wish i could tell you why and all of that but it's i like to keep certain things separate from this because it's just not assholes as well as cool people who hate us so fuck you and you'll have to work harder than that but there's some good shit going on and one day i might be able to tell you think of the seagull that's right see you later um and just have a fucking belter of a day you all deserve it See you, bye, toi, love you, toi, toi now.